This is the Community Roundtable, a production of .com Plus, 105.5 FM WNSP, 92.1 The Zoo, 96.5 The Crab, and 92.5 The Soul. Here's Kelly Finley. Good Sunday morning and welcome to the Community Roundtable. I'm Kelly Finley. Always a pleasure to talk to you and always excited to bring you some fun coming your way. We need more fun. And the woman who's bringing the fun, she's joining me this morning. (laughs) As I do each Sunday, I have my guests introduce themselves and tell you which organization they're with. And then we get right to the conversation at hand. Good morning. Good morning. It's good to have you. It's good to see you. Anyone who has a cool nickname, they must be on the show. Well, you know, it's not actually my nickname. Stop it. It's my middle name. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah. See? Well, 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 let me take it. Well, first of all, tell everybody who you are. Okay. Well, my name is Tiger Bullock. Uh Um, I'm the Captain Emeritus at the DSD Pirates Incorporated. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were founded in 2007 by a whole bunch of uh, service industry employees downtown that decide we wanted our own Mardi Gras group. I love that. Now, I say nickname because I was thinking of as a pirate. You know, know, whenever I see a pirate, I'm like, is that Tiger or not? So, right. (laughs) I I love that. I didn't even know that, that you you put together this group. Because of, I'm sure, how hard working, excuse me, uh, the service industry remains. Yes, absolutely. Great people. We uh, we actually talked about it for a few years, sitting around every Mardi Gras. We're like, you know, we really just need to start our own group. Uh-huh. And we wanted to do a group that would uh, support all the businesses downtown on the slow days during Mardi Gras, you know, the non-parade days. Yeah. So we decided to do a pub crawl uh, two weeks prior to Fat Tuesday. So every year on that Tuesday, we do a pub crawl and try to support all the businesses downtown. How long have you been? in existence uh since 2007 so Uh i guess this would be our 16th technically pub crawl coming up Uh uh-huh and when so the pub crawl means people are coming to you Mm -hmm. we start uh at one end of downtown okay and we usually have a band we'll all be in costume and then anybody else that wants to come out costume or not follow along with us they're more than welcome to i love this it's a blast yes indeed um are you is it a type of group that more members can can get involved do they have to work within the same within a certain uh radius of downtown uh so originally it was just uh Confined to downtown employees, residents, and those hardcore regulars, you know, like Norm Montiers. But over the years and more and more people getting involved, we've actually expanded it to anybody that lives in Mobile or Baldwin County mm-hmm. that wants to get involved. They just have to contact us through our Facebook page and come to meet and greet and meet all the crazy pirates. <laughs> Give that Facebook page, because I know I'm going to ask you that throughout our chat. Yeah, um, our Facebook page is DSD Pirates, Inc. Um, it has a really cool logo on it. And right now it has the uh, flyer up for our fundraiser that's coming up. So, And that's what I had you coming on to talk about. And real quickly, DSD, uh, what does that stand for? Um, Dolphin Street Derelicts. <laughs> I mean, we are a service industry, so. And pirates were kind of derelicts, so, you know. <laughs> See, you know you always have fun, whether you're getting ready to come to a meeting, whether Mm -hmm. whether it's Mardi Gras or not. I love that. DSD Pirates. Okay, so this weekend, um, actually happening in a few hours, gosh, um, you have a fun event coming our way. Yes, we do. (laughs) Um, This is our second year for it. We're super excited. Uh, We got together with the Sweet Home Doberman and Shepherd Rescue. It is a dog rescue that is uh, based in Alabama, not actually in Mobile. I think they're actually out of Enterprise originally. Okay. Um, they start off just rescuing Dobermans, but uh, spread it to shepherds also. Mm-hmm. They travel as far south as West Palm Beach, all the way up to Maine. Wow. Uh, they have been 
getting more and more volunteers every year and helping rescue. Mm -hmm. And according to the notes from last year, we helped them uh, rescue 90 dogs and they found two forever fosters. I didn't even know a, a group like this existed specifically for. I guess I th- I think most people think, oh my goodness, I'm an animal lover. Mm-hmm. And it's all about either the dogs or the cats. But but the specific group, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Well, you know, um, Dobermans and Shepherds sometimes get a bad rep, kind of like pit bulls. Yes. And, you know. we, can, we understand that one in the family so household. So these people are also trying to help educate about the dogs and mm-hmm. how they are uh, very loyal dogs. They are very good with humans. Um, as far as children, you know, children want to pull on animals and stuff. Right. You just have to help train the children and the dogs. Amen. How to how to be better with each other. And here's the thing. I mean, if anything has teeth, mm-hmm. okay, it can bite. And uh-huh. that's whether it's a dog or a child. Mm-hmm. Or a cat. Yeah. Or a cat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you represent the cats. I, I represent too. the cats too. I'm, I'm an all animal person, like 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 Jean Merle. Yes, <laughs> for sure. But that's but it's really important because it's all about respect. Exactly. Okay. So bark like a pirate. 2022. Mm-hmm. Love the name. It makes me smile. So we came up with a name because uh, September 19th is International Talk Like a Pirate Day. Arr. Arr. That'd be true. Uh, so we do we do get to have a lot of fun. And like Krispy Kreme uh, locally a couple years ago did a, a event for that day where if you showed up in pirate costume, they gave you donuts. And it was a lot of fun. We did that. But uh, so would, would it be safe to say these are your people? Oh, these are totally my people. <laughs> yes, I, I actually have pirates in my ancestry. I found out. So Stop very it. much my people. But it's also everybody's people right because on. a lot of a lot of the pirates came from a lot of the different areas of the world that all of us have come from. So, you know, pirates were the first form of democracy. They were very accepting of everybody or anybody that wanted to be a part of the crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, the crew always had to make a vote on what they were going to do. So, yeah, as much as they get a bad rap, and, you know, they do. But they still uh, – they started some things in our society that people don't realize. And and that's why it's so important. Like when I love booking my guests for this show, I know a little bit about what, you, what you're going to talk about. But it's the importance of having that platform and that wiggle room of time mm-hmm. to talk. And to share that, because I'm sure right now, at least one person, including me, um, just heard you say that and said, I had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea. Yep. You find yourself educating people on, on all things pirate. Uh, we've gotten so many opportunities to educate. We've done um, elementary school fun days. We used to do uh, ghost tours for the City Mobile. I always loved doing those because I got to be the pirate that ran on the bus and you know, haunted everybody. <laughs> um, I did learn certain things not to say when you ran on the bus, especially if it was full of kids. Like, yes. yes. Yeah. So, but, That's um, like nightmarish. Though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it was so much fun. It was still so much fun. I mean, I ran on the bus and said, something and all the kids giggled and i just went okay they're not scared of me right. they're just laughing at me now it's great and you're pretty beautiful so come oh, on thank you <laughs> you're welcome hot kettle black whatever you are gorgeous <laughs> gorgeous thank you my friend okay so bark like a pirate 2022 mm-hmm. so i hopped on your facebook page and i saw that you are thanking frank and lola's yes why tell people about frank and lola's if they don't know okay so frank and lola's is one of the food vendors uh when the hot dog trucks that we're going to have there mm-hmm. um they, of course, 
as much as they sell hot dogs, love dogs too. So yeah. they want to be a total part of that. We have so many great sponsors this year. Mm-hmm. We're super excited about it. Uh, and, and just to be fair, because I, I mean, uh, I have actually never had a Frank and Lolo's hot dog. Oh, really? I have not. So, I mean, I'm game, but I want to give all love to all your sponsors if you'd like to mention them. Absolutely. I'll run through these as fast as possible. Okay. <laughs> um, we have uh, Gabriel's Downtown, uh, which is one of our alternative lifestyle bars downtown I we love, love them that. i love them um Ogrumi's, frank and lola's mad splatter art a time a record of time which is jewelry and artwork um the alabama national guard is gonna be there <gasps> I love yeah it. patriotic and you know you know people like people in uniform so <laughs> patriotic and i heard that they're gonna have some uh obstacles and stuff to play Ooh, yeah i'm super okay. excited about that uh persnick persnickety pets uh mccarty art barn Elizabeth Van Antwerp Pottery and Galactic 8, 3B Labs, uh, Daria Campbell, Artsy Escargot, and Pet Wants Mobile. So we're going to have vendors out there with all kinds of different stuff on top of these sponsors, um, whether it's honey, artwork, homemade things, uh, the raffles that we have going on. It is ridiculous, all the stuff we have. I want to know, and, and congratulations to you for getting all those sponsors, because you know this is a time where many times... Local companies, they want to lean in and support, but they, they're not quite sure. And so you are highly respected in the community and in that area. And so it makes sense why you have so many people that are lending their time and talents, name and other um, to support this um, this fun time. The kissing booth. I saw that. Yes. Kissing booth. Kiss, doggy kissing booth. <laughs> Everybody loves doggy kisses. It always puts a smile on your face. That's so funny. Yeah, and uh, with the doggy kissing booth, they're also going to be doing like photo shoots. They're going to have a backdrop. We have a few photographers that have donated their time. They're awesome photographers. So even if you're a little afraid to get a kissy from the doggy, right. you can still get a photo with the doggy. Oh, I'm glad you clarified because to me, kissing booth, I was thinking humans. Mm-hmm. Just humans and humans. Yeah. But the fact that you can bring your 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 favorite pet, um, this is going to be fun to watch. It is. How how about the costume contest? What are the rules and regulations for the costume contest? Are you talking specifically the dogs? Are you talking specifically the humans? Um, they have set up categories for dogs and humans. <laughs> Uh, because we do have a lot of people that like to dress like their pets. Uh-huh. So it will be a lot of fun. Um, I know that there are three different categories, and I forgot to bring the notes that's, that's with fine. me. No, you're fine. Um, obviously, we're going to have a best pirate because, you know, we're of course, pirates. Of course. Um, but, yeah, also, uh, I think it's, like, most unique uh-huh. and uh, best, like, group costume. So, you know, you and the family all want to dress like the dogs. Well, I, you know, and I can appreciate that. You don't have to give it all away. You know, we want people to come. There is a price, of course, uh, 10 bucks for cover, right? 10 bucks for cover. And okay. also, if you want to bring your dog to go into the actual hop hounds, you can have the dog out on the street without having to show proof of uh, vaccinations and all that stuff. But going into hop hounds, they do have a s- specific set of rules. Okay. So you can check them out at hophoundsmobile.com. They I'm, have all the info on there. I'm glad you m- mentioned vaccinations because I wouldn't even think to do mm-hmm. that. I, I mean, even though we're dog owners and we love our dogs, I would just think you just show up and yeah, you were good. But that is a really good point that you're pointing out. So for our friends who are listening, if you're planning on joining and enjoying and you want to go into the dog uh, park in area, you need to have your up to date vaccinations. And a good place to go get those is one of the other sponsors that I want to put <laughs> a little to the side. And that is the Remvet Clinic. 
They're amazing. They were with us last year helping promote this event. Uh, they were doing um, some shots last year and microchipping. They will be doing the microchipping again this year. And it is a lifetime registration for $10 to do the microchipping. Okay. So if your animals are not microchipped, that would be a good time to bring them and get them microchipped. If you're just joining us, we're talking about this upcoming event in a few hours from 1 to 5 today. Bark like a pirate. The tiger. <laughs> <laughs> DSD, uh, Pirate Captain Emeritus Tiger. She's joining us today. You know her. You've seen her. Um, and you love her. And so it's really fun that we're sharing all this um, fun that's happening in Church Street East. Um, so very walkable if you live downtown. And it of is. course, bringing your uh, pets. Um, live music. You're going to have some live music. We are going to have some live music. Uh I don't want to give everything away. Yeah, yeah you don't you have got, to. You got to come can, and see them. Th- what what they need to do though is follow you on Facebook. Absolutely, right? Give, um, give them your Facebook page. Um, so the Facebook page is DSD Pirates Inc. There is a link to the event on there, which is Bark Like a Pirate 2022, mm-hmm. and uh, we are constantly sharing more and more info on the event page of all the different donations for raffles and musicians, including we're having um, a round of bingo or a couple rounds of bingo at Icebox which is also helping us out along with Hop Hounds. And uh, the wonderful Matthew Norwood from Flipside Bar and Grill will be there running the bingo for us. So. Uh, see, this sounds like a lot of fun. If For those who are not familiar, so Hop Hounds and, and um, Icebox, mm-hmm. two different? Two lo- different venues, yes. Okay, but across the street. They're basically across the street from each okay. other. Okay, so just understand that because sometimes if you bring your family or, you know, especially yeah. small kids, you're like, okay, what type of walking is this going to It is entail? all within a block of each other. Okay, good stuff, good stuff. Uh, market will be there as well. The market will be set up in between Hop Hounds and the Icebox out on Monroe Street. So there's actually a little grassy area and we have the street blocked off uh, with a couple of Mobile's finest out there to help secure everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so we will have the market set up. Uh, all ages are welcome to the market. market, And then also into Hop Hounds. Uh, they just ask that uh, only 16 not be allowed on the turf where the dogs get to play. Okay. Um, Icebox is 21 at bowling. Okay, so make sure you bring your ID because you may look awfully young and I'm mm-hmm. not trying to play that around the, <laughs> these parts of town. And I know that Icebox will definitely have all the football games on so you don't have to miss the football game. Glad you said that because yes. that, that's another one because, you know, for those who are into their SEC ball, that you know, they're fine on Saturday. Right. But this, of course, is Sunday and NFL ball just started. Who that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm a huge Chiefs fan. So. Oh, that's okay. That's yeah. okay. I was going to say the same thing to you. <laughs> yeah. I got, I got Patrick Mahomes on my fantasy there team. There you go. Okay. Yeah. And we are the New Orleans Saints uh, official uh, radio station. So, you know, everybody wins. Everybody wins. Exactly. Um, so how long? I mean, it, this is the second year mm-hmm. of this event. But how long would you say that you You've really thought about doing something like this and, until it actually came to fruition? Um, we started discussing it around April of 2021, mm-hmm. and it came together really fast. We had a few hardworking people that were very adamant about getting this event going, and we worked a lot of hours <laughs> and made a lot of phone calls and did a lot of walking to get donations. But yeah, we're able to get it together for September 19th of last year for mm-hmm. the first one. It was great. We had a huge turnout. We're hoping to exceed that this year. So I'm very excited. You've asked myself and Squeegee to um, be judges. I know. I'm so excited. Y'all are coming. <laughs> so we're judging. What are we judging? Is it you're the costume? Ju- you're judging the costume contest. Okay. So you get to see all the cool costumes. Okay. 
<laughs> and yeah, make sure y'all bring your phones fully charged so you can take lots of photos. You're right. And, and post them as well. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So that's all the fun that's happening in a few short hours. Let's back up a little bit. Okay. So for those who have, ne- have seen you from a distance, mm-hmm. but never had the pleasure of talking to you. Okay. Where are you originally from? I'm originally from Ozark, Alabama. That's okay. where I was born. Um, Interesting story. My grandfather was fire chief, police chief, and mayor throughout different periods of Ozark, Alabama. Okay, but not at the same time. No, not at the same time. <laughs> no. He also helped build the Civic Center that was in Ozark. Um, oh, really? Yeah, so I, I grew up in a family like that when mm-hmm. I was real young, but we moved off to Dothan when I was seven. Okay. And I continued my education. I went to high school in Dothan. Go Cougars. Sorry, they're not there anymore. <laughs> um but yeah, still go north, you go Cougars, uh, and then went off to college and traveled the world and did all kinds of different things. Where did you go to college? I went to school at Auburn. Okay. Love that. Love to support local, of course, because um, this is, you know, even though they say this is a state divided, people still root for both teams. They really do. Come on. Now. They really do. <laughs> Actually, when I was on the road and I would call my half-brother, who was a, or my stepbrother, who's a big Alabama fan, uh-huh. to get football updates. He would start cheering for Auburn. I was like, "Are you okay? You're an Alabama fan." Right. He said, "No, this is all the state has these two teams. We have to we have to you pull for each other." Together. Yeah, I was like, "Okay, yeah, you have a valid point." That okay, is very true. Okay, so then when did you arrive in Mobile? I got to Mobile 2002. Okay, so yeah, 20 years now. Hard to believe, right? Yeah, it's hard to believe. So you have worn many hats in this city. Uh, uh yeah, a few. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Um, so how would some people know you? Where, where where did you start working? And then where did you go like each step? Oh, my goodness. I know. So, um, yeah, I always love it when people ask, why do you look so familiar? I'm like, well, if you've ate or drank in downtown in the last 20 years, you've probably <laughs> come across me. Um, I, I started downtown at the um, Mr. Jim's Cannon Brewery, okay. which was my first experience with uh, microbrews and all that. And to be quite honest, I was not a beer fan. Until I worked there, and I found out it wasn't that I was a beer fan; I was a beer snob. Ooh. It took me it took me finding that out. You've got people nodding their heads right now. Yeah, because I, there's a difference. Yeah, there really is. Um, you know, when when you're forced to drink one type of beer your whole life, you're like, no, that's not mine. And then somebody goes, no, here, try this, and you're like, ooh, wait, where was that the whole time? Gotcha. You know? so, uh-huh. so you're a connoisseur. Yeah, we'll say that connoisseur. That sounds better than snob. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then where where where'd you go after that? Um, let's see. Well, while I was working there, I also helped out at Picklefish, which I missed dearly. Where was that located? Picklefish was uh, where the Lodal Beer Garden is now. Gotcha. So pretty much the corner of Dolphin and Jackson, I ran because I worked at Picklefish at the brewery and then filled in bartending upstairs at Martini's, which is now Crockmire's. My husband so. was just talking about Martini's uh, the other day. That mm-hmm. is so interesting. Talking about um, kind of an intimate, in, intimate space, mm-hmm. right? Um, strong drinks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah, we were like the Baskin Robbins Martini's, like. When I had to work service well bartending, it was a nightmare. The thing would start going off. I was like, oh, oh, okay. We have 36 different flavors. Hold on. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you learn you learn really fast. But yeah. we had an awesome piano player there, and it was a very intimate, like, nice setting, some really good food. I missed the bow tie pasta. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. Okay, where, where where's next? Oh, let's see. Um, well, I pretty much stayed on that corner. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. I love that you're um, taking me down memory lane just because I know that there's so many listeners who have lived here for many years mm-hmm. and they're nodding and they know what you're talking about and they remember when. And so it's so beautiful, again, because we're locally owned and operated right. that we can then support local as well. And you're bringing it home. Yeah, there are some places that, you know, have been gone for a long time that people don't realize, oh, that used to be a restaurant. And they're like, what? 
Right. Yeah. Um, there was a little bar called Margarita's that I worked at for a while. Um, I worked at Haley's, obviously. Haley's was probably one of my longer stints uh-huh. at a place. Jeez, uh, I've helped out at Gabriel's. I've been in a drag show at Flipside. I bartended at Bacchus one Mardi Gras to help out because Stevie was named King. Um <laughs> Geez, where else? Uh, so Cafe funny. 615. Uh-huh. I mean, it's it's easier for me to say where I didn't work <laughs> than where I actually first, did. That's where I first met you. At 615, yeah. I did, yep. It was one of our first dates. It was a brunch. Mm-hmm. And it, between you and the Champagne Joe. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, miss, I miss that place so much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was so much fun. And all of us that work there are still very, very, very good friends. What is it about the downtown area that binds people together so much where it, it you go from being fellow employees slash co-workers to friends and family um it's not just the downtown area i think it's it starts with service industry people in the service industry we go through a lot together and so it's kind of like being at war you know you're in the trenches together you get through the oh the computer went down okay now i have to like handwrite tickets and math again and you know use the knuckle buster like old credit card thing that we all just cannot stand (laughs) the carbon copy yes the carbon copy thing that never works it never works like you tried a thousand times and then you still end up having to write the number down on the thing it's just it's insane but so that means then then you went through the pandemic Mm -hmm. in the service industry sure did what did the pandemic teach you about mankind or womankind? And what did it teach you about your fellow uh, workers? Um, well, let's start with the owners. Okay. The owners were, they take us in like family. So they treated us like family all through it. And they were trying to help us in any way, shape or form. Because a lot of people in the service industry live pay, paycheck to paycheck. Um, there are a lot of places that uh, got grants and you could come in and work safely, masked, you know, gloved up distance from each other doing things to still make some money mm-hmm. during the time um so you learned a lot about that uh, as far as the community we learned about helping out our fellow neighbor uh i don't want to get anybody in trouble um, but you know they said oh there's a curfew and we're all like yeah there's a curfew okay sure if my friends are hungry i'm gonna make sure my friends are fed that's right and so a lot of people were taking you know extra money that they had and mm-hmm getting groceries and cooking and sharing it with their neighbors and what have you, people that were a little hard up at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but we all worked together and that was the biggest thing. And you learned so much about each other in that time. We did learn a lot about uh, different ways to communicate, you know, other than zoom, there was a, an app called house party that the majority of the service <laughs> industry was on. Okay. And so we'd all get on there and just, talk back and forth so like i'd be sitting on my front porch having a beverage uh-huh. and my friends in michigan having a beverage my and, home state yeah <laughs> yes. so, so we were just all keeping up with each other but checking in on each other because we're all social creatures and so that time away from being social was really hard on a lot of people so we were constantly checking in yeah just making sure each other were okay i'm so happy you answered that question because i think it's very easy for some people to say to think oh we're out of the pandemic everything's fine we're, we're still in a pandemic yeah everything's not fine Mm-mm. many restaurants closed yep um as many good owners that there were who made sure that their staff was a-okay there were others who weren't yeah and so you ha- you le- it left people scrambling. Well, not just that. Uh, it inspired a lot of people in the industry to make a step in a different direction and to find something outside of the service industry, even though they still are very loyal and love the service industry. Yeah. They just went on to do other things yeah. and still 
in their situations now come back to help support. So when you hear restaurants and stuff talking about they're having a hard time getting employees because a lot of the really good employees had to move on. They had to go on with their lives. And people coming up now don't understand what it actually takes to do that kind of work. That's right. Well, and loyalty matters. Uh, Customer appreciation matters. Mm -hmm. Um, Customer satisfaction matters. We cannot do it without the customers. And then, but your um, ownership and your businesses Mm -hmm. can't do it without great workers. Exactly. Like it's a kumbaya type of of situation. It really is. You know, and I I like the fact that, you know, there's more signage that will say, hey, look, give us some patience because Mm -hmm. we are short staff. Yep. Uh, As a customer, if I know that in advance, well, then I'm going to take my time but if i think things are running smoothly and nobody communicates the fact that you're down 15 people yeah you know it's easy for the the your client to get upset and think what's wrong with these people right but i think for me from as an outsider i think communication has has really um become more appreciated that was something i learned early on in this industry was just to be more honest with your customers yeah because i mean long before the pandemic there were a lot of mondays in particular that Oh, everybody had too good of a weekend and people couldn't show up to work. And so there were a few, a few lunch shifts where I was like, Oh, oh, I'm it. Oh, okay, cool. I got it. Like, but you just tell people like, Hey, sorry, we're short, short staff today. You know, I'm doing the best I can. The faster you can get your order to me, the faster I can get it in. And we can all work together. That's it. And and, and patience and understanding goes a long, long way. It really does. Tell me this, because this was new to me. Mm -hmm. Um, On Mondays, because I've seen visitors come in town and they say, hey, where where do we go to eat? And a lot of places are not open on Mondays. Uh, That's stemming from the pandemic. Is it? It really is. Um, Between having a hard time getting food in, um, short staffs, Mm -hmm. you know, People being overworked, it just got to a point that it was cheaper for a lot of restaurants to stay closed on Mondays. You have just enlightened me. Ellen gives the staff time off because there are a lot of people in that industry that will work seven doubles a week. They will absolutely do it. And if you don't tell them, no, we're going to be off this one day. (laughs) Yeah. So you can take a break because you need to because you'll burn out eventually right right um so what would you say is the best part of being you because you again you wear so many hats (laughs) you know so many people and you've done so much i was i was blessed to have parents that were bipolar opposite i mean you could not get two people more opposite in this world Uh, my father was in the military my mom was an artist so yeah (laughs) black and white yeah totally and zhuzhing yeah yeah one was raised mormon one was raised episcopalian just like woo. all right let's let's just throw gasoline on this fire this is great oh Um, my goodness so they uh they raised me to get out and try everything at least once Mm -hmm. even if it's sometimes terrifying you know learn learn and try things to really figure out don't have somebody go oh you don't want to do that Uh and normally when somebody goes oh you don't want to do that i go well why well, now I want to do it. Right, you know? right. And let me, I want to give you a personal shout out because you brought um, a, a logo to life for me for Tell Me Something Good. Mm-hmm. Um, you also do that on the side too. That's something else that I think has come out of the pandemic. And I would think, especially for those in your industry, mm-hmm. uh, a side hustle. Oh, yeah. Big time. Uh-huh. Some of them it's become a main hustle. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So I love my shirt, by the way. Oh, yeah. uh, I love being a customer and supporting local because that's what it's about. All right. So as we wrap up one more time, uh, one to five, where do people need to go um, and how can they purchase tickets? Okay. Uh, one to five, it is in between Hop Hounds and Icebox on Monroe Street, just off of Canal. 
Uh, you can park at the public library. You can try and find parking on the streets. But good news is the Mob City Rides people said that they will be out running all over downtown that day. So if you want to go to brunch early and park wherever you are and just catch a ride over, might be a great idea to do. Um, tickets, I think you can purchase through the event. And you can also purchase the day of at the door. Do you recommend bringing extra cash with you for the raffles and everything? Um, and, of course, bingo and all that fun stuff. I know that uh, both Hophounds and Icebox do take cards, and there is an ATM at Icebox. Okay. I like that you're giving all the deets. I'm trying to. I'm trying to cover everything. <laughs> You've got it covered. So bark like a pirate. You mm-hmm. are invited out again. Costume contest, kissing booth, live music, food trucks, raffles, bingles, market, cute doggies, and good people, and Frank and Lola's hot dogs. And I just if- think it's kind of funny that you're going to have hot dogs. Are there going to be, like, wiener dogs out there, too? I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure there will be they i mean be we, you know we'll, we'll just try and keep the wiener dogs away from the hot dog right, maybe right. and make sure there's no signage on their level so we don't offend them but, exactly um, well thank you so much for joining me absolutely thank you for having me you bet and i'll see you uh in a few hours i'm ready to judge i, I gotta go i gotta go get on that pirate costume yes, real fast oh, i can't wait to post those pictures thanks for tuning into this edition of the community roundtable keep it tuned to this on the mobile station coming up next is 251 now with kelly finley You've been listening to The Community Roundtable, a production of .com Plus, 105.5 FM WNSP, 92.1 The Zoo, 96.5 The Crab, and 92.5 The Soul. Tune in next Sunday at 7 a.m. for another edition of The Community Roundtable on the Sound of Mobile.